Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf, once again, without a face cam. Episode 111. And Waff, instead of a face cam, as you'll see after the news, just has a bright pink box. Yeah, disappointing. It, that, it is what it is. Disappointing to say the least. I I am sitting over here on the side of the world uh, up in up in Boston, just just glaring down towards Texas. Just just glaring. All hey, right? This ain't my fault. It's Elgato's fault. I'm gonna be emailing them after the show about this. Okay. Well. Well. That yeah. well worded email. I would I would be terrified to have to receive that. Um, anyway, guys, they were helpful last time this happened, like several months ago. So, you know, maybe this maybe. will be fixed. Yeah, but it seems like you've had a lot of problems with said camera. So maybe it's just a bad camera. Oh, only recently. Only It was only after they updated their program. So it's their it's their fault, not mine. All right, good. Blame them. And that makes you feel better. All right. But uh, it's the end of the Marble League. It has been a very confusing Marble League. It has been a very odd Marble League. It's been a Marble League where the Savage Speeders finished in 12th place, but I, I I don't necessarily know if that's as bad as it seems, and we're going to talk about that. It's still bad, but like we'll have to look at things. And it's, it's an odd Marble League. I, I can't believe the Gliding Glaciers are third right now. They were my Dark Horse pick, and they finished on podium. It has just been a baffling lead, is all I'm going to say. All right? And, and and the fantasy teams are all over the place. The, the veteran teams are all over the place. And honestly, it just... It was a good Marble League to watch. It was exciting. It was unpredictable. And that's what made it so exciting. And it was so close. I'm here looking at the fantasy and like every single number. 1162, there's three teams. 1163, there's three teams in point value. 764, five. There's like so many people just tied by the point. And the difference between like 100th place and 50th is like not much. Yeah. It is it is crazy. Like this is a anomaly in marble sports. So, um uh, very interesting. We'll talk all about it. We're going to go through all the teams and stuff and I'm going to have to make some apologies on certain picks. But um one thing I want to point out is that we are going to be doing that second episode with the Let It Roll podcast and um in that episode, you'll if you didn't calculate it for yourself, you'll get to find out who won the showdown uh, fantasy extravaganza that we all did. It was really exciting. Uh, it was really close, too. It was really close midway, and it was really close in the final. So uh, it could go either way here, but uh, definitely tune in. I think we're going to do that next week, so uh, tune in for that. That was really fun, and it really gave us a good outlook on showdown teams as well. So um, join us for that. But I don't have much news. I've just been really stressed up here at college, and I 
there's probably some stories I could dig up, but I'm really just trying to settle in still and get used to the work and get used to living alone and um, all the work and stress and drama that comes with that. You know, new relationships and some of them going great, some are going not so great, and those are all things to work on. So um, when I feel more comfortable, then I'll probably whip out some crazy stories um, (laughs) in the future, but... Um, before we go to the news, I'll always turn it over to Waff, see if he has anything um, groundbreaking to mention. Uh, not really much on my end. This is like I'm in my senior design project. I'm the team. I volunteered as the team leader. Uh, it's ba- like the the project is literally actually being contracted for an That's actual cool. real job by a real company. So like I'm basically getting a, a like a second job to do for my semester. So uh, it's gonna be pretty busy for this semester. And like to tell you how official it is, like I'm, I have to sign an NDA, so I can't even tell anybody about what the project is until like May next year. Oh okay. Oh, so you have to stay confidential. Yeah, like like that's like, that's just how legit we're talking here. Man. It's like just straight up. Well, I mean, I I, I want to hear about that one day. Are you able well, to once my contract is up, I'll... You'll be able to talk about I'll it? Definitely, yeah, I'll definitely talk about it once I can legally do so. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you that you have uh, that kind of opportunity. I hope it uh, I hope it goes better than the JMR channel is going currently. That's all I'll say. <laughs> um, but with that being said, let's not waste time. We have a lot to get to today, and we're not going to just pretend like there's nothing going on. So <laughs> let's get to the news. And on the other side, we got emails, we got trivia, we got 16 teams to discuss in this year's Marble League, and we got a new host, and I'm so, I can't believe the new host. I just can't, I can't even imagine what they're going to do for that, uh, because the one thing I will say about this year is that the host theming was extremely cool, so I couldn't even imagine what they're going to do for the Green Ducks. Um, but uh, with that being said, let's go to the news. Hello, Marble Sports fans! I am Johnny Marble, here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News, sponsored by the Marble Hotel. Wherever you roll, we'll be there. The finale of Marble League Showdown 2021 featured triathlon, diving, and the San Mogul race, but it also had the debut of a new event, Marble Cross. After several rounds of heated competition, the Cobalts took home the gold once again, followed by the Pinkies with the silver and Team Primary with the bronze. Usually, the bottom four teams would be relegated to another year of showdown, but because four new teams will be joining next year, all 12 teams will be getting to move up to the 2022 qualifiers. This is a very lucky opportunity, so hopefully the bottom four will seize it and make it all the way up into the big leagues. Speaking of which, the first event of Marble League 2021 was Marble Cross. Only this time, there were even more gaps to give the competitors an opportunity to make up a lot of points. The racing was incredibly intense, and in the end, Minty Fresh took home first, followed by Kinnowin in second and Yellup in third. And to top it off, because the Minty Maniacs got a medal in this event, every single team podiumed at least once for the first time in Marble League history. So, a congratulations to them. And now, the moment you've all been ready for. 
the overall Marlboro League 2021 champions are Melo Yellow. This team has been with us since the beginning in 2016, and it's great to finally see them claim the title as the best. Close behind, though, are the Raspberry Racers with the silver and the rookie Gliding Glaciers with the bronze. And after the closing ceremony had concluded, the 2022 Hearst were revealed to be the Green Ducks. So much has happened this season, and we look forward to seeing what the Ducks have in store for us next year. And while the Marble League may be over, we still have other exciting competitions to hold us over. And one such series is the RMLB League, which functions similar to the Marble League Showdown, where the Marbles who failed to qualify get a chance to move up to the A-League. Race 1 took place back at the beginning of lap 4. Moko was pushed off the track by Dora just before they could enter the Marble Booster and knock them out of the race. However, no penalty was given to Dora, so Moko just decided to roll on over to the finish line and watch the rest of the race. Another accident occurred on the final lap as Silver Blur rolled right over the on the railings into the bridge. Fortunately though, they weren't injured, and soon after, Sacred Snow crossed the finish line in first, followed by Dragon Egg in second, and Fury in third. The B-League has just begun, and is already shaping up to be a very interesting season. So, stay tuned for the races to come. Well guys, I've been Johnny Marble. You have been the best fans in the world. Let's kick it back now, and continue now with the podcast. All right, we are back from the news, everybody. Thank you, Johnny Marble, who's back. Right, Waff? He's back. He's back, right? He's back? Yes, he's back. He's, he's back. back. Hey, Sorry. Johnny Marble, thank you for being back. Thank you for bringing us the news. And this is a week to bring news. This is a week to be bringing news. The end of Marble League, a very rocky road kind of Marble League, unpredictable at the low points, honestly, it, it, really a lot going on here. And uh, to, to be able to speak this news, to say Mellow Yellow is your 2021 Marble League champion is is beyond my ability to comprehend. I cannot believe that they won. I really cannot. Like, I, I did not see that anywhere. I had like five to seven teams lined up like these are going to this one's going to win or this one. Or this. Mellow Yellow wasn't even there. Wasn't even there. So, uh, yeah, that that was crazy. That was definitely crazy. (laughs) And, and to see, to see the, the teams of all Rangers and Savage beaters just slowly fall every time slowly it was slow especially for speeders because they were up there for a while and you and you saw them establish themselves in third and fourth and just be there and you're like okay well this is them this is them they're gonna be there they're gonna stick in the top five they'll end somewhere there it's fine but then the slow drop the slow descent all right to 12th place was uh was really really <laughs> it was really unexpected. Um, but then again, I don't actually still think they were a bad pick. But but we'll get into that. Before we get into all that though, we want to start with something from Waff. Um, and I'll preface this by saying that this person was very involved with JMR and recently offered a resignation letter from the position. And I'm gonna let uh, Waff read 
this out loud so you can hear what they said and then we'll uh, deliberate for a second yes all right i will pull that up now okay here we go <clears throat> so this is uh basically like a post a slash letter from nova wolf hey everyone today i have an important announcement to make as most of you are aware i have encountered some difficult circumstances within jmr while working for them the way the channel is structured right now just is not ideal for anyone who is seriously committed to contributing to the channel in a positive and dedicated manner. Wow. Uh, what has been made public to you all so far is only the tip of, a, of an iceberg that runs very, very deep. Despite how incredible of an opportunity producing the graphics for ML21 was for someone like me, the high levels of stress, frustration, and hopelessness I have felt watching everything unfold in the past seven months have led me to the conclusion that continuing work for the channel in its current state will not be beneficial or worthwhile to me. Therefore, I have resigned from my position working for JMR, discontinuing all services on my end, graphics and others. I will remain in the community, taking on the role of a fellow fan. Uh, sorry. Just, uh, fail, uh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, I know this... choked up there. <laughs> so... Uh, I know this will be difficult to, for some of you to understand, and a lot of you will have questions about the internal chaos, but please refrain from asking such questions for now. That being said, you are more than welcome to t talk with me about my decision, both in this server or in direct messages. You, you all mean a lot to me, for it was your praise, encouragement, and support that really motivated me to persevere through the difficult circumstances and continue producing all at the absolute highest quality. I could reasonably provide. I, I could. I could reasonably yeah, provide. Like, Sorry, stop in mid sentence. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. I, I know I was never great at acknowledging individual messages, but I do read all of them, and I certainly do appreciate them. Please continue to make an effort to support those who are still making efforts to contribute positively to the channel, and of course, please keep supporting Yella above all else. These are the individuals who must. Who we must lift up if we all want to see JMR's signature quality and immersivity be su be sustained in the future. Best regards, Nova Wolf. And um, the letter is up on the the Chrome on the YouTube right now, so you can read it for yourself um, visually if you'd like. And I'm sure if you asked him, he would send it to you. This is bad. Um, I remember Nova Wolf, and I was talking about this before the show, but I remember Nova Wolf. When I joined uh, back in 2019 for the fantasy, uh, I mean, not the fantasy team, the fan team contest. There we go. X camo, the whole thing. We told that story one time. Don't even remember when. All right. X camo. Okay. That whole deal back in 2019. Nova Wolf was there and he was not in this position yet. He was not really a contributor. He was a fan. He was a new fan, a newer fan. Um, he wasn't in JMRC. Okay, um, he wasn't, I don't even know if he was running like a social media. I don't know. He wasn't doing much yet. All right. But he loved it. And you could tell he loved it. All right. He was always active. We had a couple uh, little skirmishes uh, word wise, but doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> but he was very active. He was very into the whole thing. And he, he would have cut off his left hand to be able to be on the JMRC. Uh, he he would have done whatever he could to get that opportunity. He would have he would have rolled thousands of miles. It's a little marble pun to um to be able to contribute to the actual production that you see on the screen. So to see this email yeah. or post whatever announcement 
where he says that he feels that the time he's putting in is not worth his time is a very big deal to the direction of the channel because of all the people like this leave, then the channel will fail because then nobody will want to put time into it. Yeah, and then, like, like, sorry, well, I, I, sorry, but I, like, but like the graphics are a big part about the professionalism, uh, and like, like we're doing, we're gonna talk about this more. I think once we get into Marble Cross, but like the amount of work that had to go into that gra- the the standings graphics throughout that whole race. My word, like that's that as 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 someone who's done video editing, I can tell you the amount of that the that the amount of work that Noble Wolf must have done. I can only guess was several hours to get that right like that was that was insane yeah it, 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 it was no small task it was no small task to make all those graphics and have them all shift around and to make it look professional all right but it, it does not the strength of a channel is not about the size of the view count two weeks after the video comes out People will sit there and say, oh, well, JMR is 100,000 views at least per video. How could someone possibly say that's not worth their time? And it's because the inside, the core of who produces, that's where it's decided to be worthwhile or not. If it's not led correctly, if there's no strong leadership, if there's no listening between that core then you really feel like you're doing nothing, even though you're doing something for tenth of a million people, at least sometimes a million people, if it's a really YouTube algorithm-friendly video. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you don't feel that on the inner level with the few people that are putting the production on, that are connecting with each other to do that work. And if it breaks down from the inside, well, those views will fall from 1 million to 1 very fast. All right? And, and, that's, and you'll see that in other Marble Sports channels. Pretty much almost every Marble Sports channel that is relatively big has way more subs than viewers. And JMR almost yeah. bucked that trend. Well, and they, I still want them to. I still am rooting for them, and I'm hoping that things continue to maybe take a better direction in the future. Who knows? Well, part of that's not necessarily like, is beyond your control because people always subscribe for specific content, and so as long as they have multiple different series, there will always be people who come to JMR only for that series and thus won't actually subscribe because they don't want to see notifications for the other stuff. But point being that beforehand... Well, and what I'm saying is compared to other big channels, JMR still has a higher percentage right. of of, re, of re, retaining viewers because they make good quality. They have, um, uh, these did have a lot of organization and cheer and um, general uh, agreement <clears throat> between the people working on the channel. And that's big. You need that. And if that falls apart, then JMR becomes another Fubica where you have 500,000 subscribers and you get 10,000 viewers. And that map doesn't add up. That math does not add up. All right, right now, JMR is about 1.35 million. And it, I mean, at least in the past um, and some of the series they've had, we're hitting like 500,000 views. And that's, that's fine. That's sensible. 
especially if you take into account that some people like certain series and others. This season wasn't great on the views, but it is like this is a one time, you know, people again, uh, you have to think about the world context. People are getting out of the virtual thing now. We're starting to move back into regular life. So people, a lot of people taking a big break from YouTube in general. I know people who are doing that, who are not watching as much YouTube because, well, well, we kind of only watched YouTube for a year, and then and now we're back to life. But with, with those things aside, if we wait and see, and the, the JMR continues to break down on the inside, then, we'll, then it's going to keep going down, and, and that's the sad thing. So, I mean, this, I don't have a fix for you. I can't tell you what needs to happen. You can't make Nova Wolf do it. You can't just get all the old JMRC and be like, come on, just make it happen. You, know, you can't do that. But we have to at least tell you because somebody, at least the people who listen to the show, should know that this is occurring. And maybe you guys might have a good idea or just it's good to be informed. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, I like, they, they didn't give a, spe- uh, a, uh, spe- a specific reason, but I think we can all kind of extrapolate what, what, was, what the problem was. But, you know, I'm not going to throw around like at basis accusations so but i i feel like we all kind of we all got kind of an idea of why right i feel like we do yeah and we talked about this in the dion uh episode 94 so go watch that uh dion actually recently rejoined the marble base server so maybe they're trying to actually listen to the community more so who knows so maybe we'll see some positive growth i'm i'm whole like i'm always willing to give people another chance because people are always growing and maturing and changing with time so <laughs> that's like it's not like it's impossible for dion to get better i i want dion to be better especially if they're going to continue to be influencing the content that we consume here yeah and and i, I will root for him it will take a lot to we we'll have to see some very direct action to start to believe that but i mean like True. People do grow and change. I mean, Waff can tell you, I'm a lot different now than I was back oh, yeah. in the X camo days. Like, it's, it's two different people. But, so yes, it can happen. But it, we have to see that. We have to see direct action. We have to see direct words saying that really like, oh, wow, I really recognize that this was bad. And I'm going to try to do this instead. And I'm going not going to try. I'm going to do this instead. But this is not what today's episode's about, so we're not going to spend forever on it. Um, we've already kind of spent 10 minutes on it, but it's important to be informed on that. Um, let's touch fantasy for a second. Um, fantasy, for me, um, just to remind you, so uh, there are 393 teams. Some of them are duplicates, so it's a smaller than that. Let's go with 380. Let's go with 380. Okay, 380 teams. Right? At the beginning of the uh, of each fantasy decision, I say that for me to satisfactorily be confident that I did a good job, I need to finish in the top 10%, which would be in the top 38. I didn't do that. I finished in the, the top third. 109 actually was my final position, which was better than I was doing earlier. I kind of was down in the 200s for a while, or Rangers and other teams were really doing bad. Wait, you finished in 109? What the f- yeah, oh my god! Finish? I just checked. I just checked. I'm at I'm at 232. Oh wow, dude, that's crazy. Waff was in the top 10 
earlier on this season. See how quickly things can change. What the actual <laughs> heck, man? That's that's. Oh my gosh, I was so strong at the start of this. I had my I had like twenty five. Like, it was like twenty five points, I think, for event sixteen. That is awful. That is bad. Um, I do want to point out yeah, that tw- I'm tied for a hundred and fifth. And then there's a lot of people just tied for other placements above me. To give a general time, uh, general number differential, I'm at 1170 at 105. And if you scroll up to like 10, that's 1210. That's like 40 points difference. That's 100 places about, but 40 points difference. The top at 1247. You already you already hit the 1100s by place 25. So it was it was really close. Two more events could give you completely different standings depending on who won. So it was close. But uh, still, um, unsatisfactory for, uh, I guess, marble sports connoisseurs like yeah, ourselves. Super unsatisfactory for me. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, two, um, 232, man. I mean, 232, right? That's... Oh, oh. Yeah, 232. I, I have 1,132 points. How many do you have again? 1,170. So not even that far behind. The gap is very small still. It's like that, like that's that's just but that's just because of how close this year was. And here and that's the thing. When you look at the actual numbers, 1247 being the top, 928 being the very bottom. But scroll up a little bit even to the 200s. And most competitors, most fantasy teams all the way down to about 250 are within 100 points of each other. Which considering that you can Gain about 1,200 points in a fantasy. Being within 100 is not that many. Considering that about each event, you gain about 100 points. Or um, like average 100 points. Sometimes 50. Sometimes 120. Sometimes 90. Whatever. But that, that is not that far. If place 200 is only 100 points behind place 1, then that was a really damn close Marble League. It really speaks to um, the kind of Marble League we had this year. Yeah, and that like I guess that leads into our discussion points about the standings. Uh, wow, hmm, very much so. Like, like that is. I'm gonna need to pull up the the banners. Keep looking at it again, but like the top twelve, all were so close. Like the Savage Speeders, they this is the first time below top five, and they finished twelfth, which like that sounds really bad. And under normal circumstances, I would agree, but like. The gap between them and fifth place, because I think fifth, uh, sixth, and fourth all tied with the same amount of points, yep. was nine. It was they were nine points away from their normal spot. Like, that's insane. It's not that it's not that they did bad that they placed low. It's that that everybody just had everybody's just doing fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna make a defense for the Savage Beaters in a moment. Um, and we're gonna go through each team in the standings. Um, thanks for bringing us there, Waff. Uh, but we're going to hit these emails. You guys wrote in. We have a few emails, and you guys said things. So let's respond to them. Um, you can email us, mswpodcast at gmail.com. We will read your emails on the show. We'll respond to them. They can be about anything you want them to be about because this is our chance to connect with you. If you don't even want to talk about marbles, if you just have a life thing, you can email in about that, and we'll read it. Um, and um, But if you want to talk about marbles, of course, we're the podcast for that. So you can email about that, too. Please do. Um so three emails here, and uh, before we give you our standings opinions. Uh, first one from Ahmed. Apparently, Waf pronounced uh, his name right, um, though I do have a friend named Ahmed, so I don't know. 
Um, he says, uh, no subject, by the way. Uh, very professional. Hello, MSW Podcast. It's Ahmed again. Waf pronounced my name correctly, by the way. Uh, he said, so you need more. So this is to... This is the logic. He's trying to convince me that the winner of Marble Showdown should auto-qualify for the A-League. And last week I said to him, because he emailed him, I said to him, I appreciate that you're giving me this information, that you're standing for this particular opinion, but I just can't because I don't, I don't believe it's a good idea. And I, with the information he gave, I was not nearly convinced that it was a good idea. And if he wants to convince me, if he wants to even give a possibility in hell or heaven, that Marble Guy might change his mind on this topic. He's going to have to start by giving me a little bit more facts, reasoning, logic. And I guess same for Waf, because I feel... Waf, you disagreed with this too, right? Um, initially, I think I agreed, but um, I think I changed my mind on it afterward. I'm 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 still on the fence about. It. Let's see, let's hear what the rest he's got to say first. Fair enough. That's that's a classic Waff answer. <laughs> Everyone gets the benefit of the doubt. Okay, here we go. So he says, "So you need more." Here's my logic to auto qualify the winner of the showdown. The showdown will now be eight events with sixteen teams. That's true. That is a fact. You're starting on facts, good man. The ML qualifiers are only four events. The more events, the more teams feasibly qualify on talent, not luck. With only four events run uh, in the middle of the pack, then with only four events run in the middle of the pack, then one fortuitous bounce in their favor in the fourth event, and a bad team can qualify. A good team cannot with an unlucky bounce. Um, that's true. To stay on top in eight events against sixteen teams, that's talent. Now, I'm gonna stop right there before you read this. It's true. And we said this before. When they came out and made Showdown four events, I said that it should be at least six because you're not very, you're not accurately and thoroughly testing the skill of all the, the teams if you're only doing four events. So the point he's making is one that I can agree with. So he's starting well here. <laughs> he really is. He's using my own point against me because I, I don't know if he, maybe he didn't hear this episode because I went on a rant about this. I said that Showdown as four events is way too luck-based and not thorough. Fair. And you're right. The qualifiers are only four events. And the Showdown being eight and finally doing that close to right. Um, I still think six is the kind of golden number, but eight is good. And um, qualifiers only being four. Well, he makes a point. So here's what he also says. He says, so Marble Guy, that be me. You're telling me that the last placed hapless Rojo Rollers is better than Galactic, the Wisps, or even the Cobalts, who are currently on top in the showdown standings. Now, that, he, he, pro he wrote that, he sat down and he wrote that sentence and he was like, got him. Because when I read out that loud, first, my first thought is, man, he's right. The Rojo Rollers? Are they really better than Galactic? I mean, come on, Waff. Are the Rojo Rollers really better than Galactic? If you had to pick one of those teams, who would you pick? 
definitely galactic. But uh, I guess we are not going to talk about Showdown, but didn't they, like, didn't both the Wisp and Galactic fit place kind of low in Showdown? The Galactic placed a funny-ass fifth. They placed fifth in the Showdown. <laughs> it never oh, gets right. old. No. It never gets old. It's <laughs> And, oh my god, I saw a post on the, on the Reddit where it was like, all Galactic checkpoints were hit. Fifth in the Showdown, Starry saved them, Starry did well in the racing event. It, it's just, it was, it hit all checkmarks. Um... Uh, that I love Galactic. Uh, but that being said, he makes a good point. So let me go through each one of these points because I have to refute them one by one or I'm going to get confused. Um, start with the first one. Waff pronounced my name correctly. Uh, good job, Waff. <laughs> um, I know a friend who pronounces it Ahmed. So just to reiterate that. That's an easy one. So you can pronounce your name however you want. I know many pronunciations. I'm sorry that I did it wrong. Easy one. Okay, next one. I agree that the ML qualifiers don't have a lot of events and now like, you know, half of showdown events. So it's more luck based to get into the A-League than to quali- than to, to win showdown. For showdown, you have to be a lot more consistent. But I, I don't know if the perspective is right there. Because you have the way I look at it is I look from the base of showdown. Let's look at a marble who's never competed, a team who's never competed in a marble league before. Okay? A team who has never touched Gel Marble's world. They start in showdown. They have to be consistent through eight events. They have to win. And then they have to go to the qualifiers and be extra consistent through another four events to then qualify for the A League. And that's and that's in essence what has to happen. Um, for uh, all the teams who are in showdown right now. They have to be consistent through their eight. Um, this year, everyone qualifies, whatever. But in most years. And then they have to go over and be a consistent for another four. To even just get to the A-League. All right? And if you are already in the A-League and you only have to go to the qualifiers, yes, it's an easier road for you. To get back to the A-League. But it should be. It should be. Because you were in the A-League. And you competed in those 16 events. Which is a lot more than 8. Double 8. Uh, well, I mean... And that's the reward the for other that. Point, well, but the other point is that because there's so many few in, in the qualifier, it also can lead to a good team not making it just because of bad luck, too. Like, again, Galactic. I'm pretty sure Galactic would have done better than a lot of the marbles at the bottom of the standings. I agree. And, and the four events is it does make it a little more luck-based. I agree with that. I'm not going to pretend like that's not true. But when, but to, to use that as the point to tell me that I should auto-qualify the winner of Showdown because it's harder to win Showdown than to win the qualifiers, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter who wins the qualifiers. You don't have to win the qualifiers to move on. You have to do okay. <laughs> that's all you have to do. And actually, mm. because there's not many events, it does demand a level of consistency. Because if you can't consistently be decent, you will not qualify. And honestly, I would rather a Team Galactic team, who's fifth every time in the Marble League, than a team who does really well for three, but really tanks one. Because if you do well for three events, and you tank one so bad that you don't even qualify, then you really did bad in that event. And that's not, you don't have, you have a gap, like a, a large chasm. 
of skill of of lack of skill, not a chasm of skill. That'd be a lot of skill, um, and and that that is not deserving of qualification. So I see your point, and I feel like that's a point that we could really go back and forth a lot on because I'm giving you a reasoning, you're giving me a reasoning, and that one gets cloudy. But you're making a comparison that, I mean, there's two different things, the qualifiers and showdown, and then I can also bring up the very cloudy point, well, wouldn't it be easier to be consistent and win showdown than it would to be in the qualifiers, even if it was eight events because you have much harder teams in the qualifiers than was in the Marble League if you even had only eight events because much harder teams in the Marble League. So then you have to talk about the difficulty in the competition level, and it gets cloudy there. But I like this point. I- I think maybe like like these are all great points, but maybe this is more like this can also just work as reasons for why they should just add more events to qualifiers. Well, I honestly think they should do six and six. They and and because of this point that he brings up, I think they should do six qualifiers and six showdowns because then it first of all gives enough events for a thorough uh, assessment. And it still allows, um, it still keeps balance because now you can't say, well, the qualifiers is luck, but showdown's actually hard. Or you can't say, well, the showdown's luck, but the qualifiers are actually hard. No, it's like they're both the same. And that's what it should happen. Use different events, but you need, you should do that. You should have an equal, uh, equal balance and n- number there. So from, from this point, Ahmed, I, I would say that my conclusion is, is not based in, oh, yes, let's send the winner of showdown to A League. No, it's probably that they should balance the number of qualifiers to showdown, six and six. I've been saying this for a long time, and I, I don't, I mean, <laughs> they keep dancing around it. I, six and six makes so much sense, and it's too much sense, I guess. I don't know. But um, it, was, it was a good point. You really, I, I really feel, I feel like a blow to the point. I feel like, you know what, you're getting there. So his second point, second point, and here's a good one. So he says again, so Marble Guy told me the last place, Rojo Rollers, are better than Team Galactic. The whiffs or even the Cobalts were top in the showdown standings. Oh, man. And again, this one, this one is a great point. I really like this one. I, I respect him for saying this. Because <laughs> in truth, in truth, the Rojo Rollers aren't an overall better team than Team Galactic. They're not. They're not. They're not overall. But then again, I'd say to you, the Savage Beaters are a 12th place finishing this team this year, and they're better than every team in front of them. They're better than Mellow Yellow. They're better than Raspberry Racers. They're better than Gliding Glaciers. They are way better than Gliding Glaciers. Like it's not even a contest. <laughs> Like, Waff, I'm asking you a question, Waff. If I, mm-hmm. someone said to you, you get a choice. You get a choice to have the Savage Beaters or the Gliding Glaciers. Who are you picking? I would, well, I would go with Savage Beaters just for consistency, but, like, wasn't the the Glaciers this year a, a whole brand new competitors? Like, all new competitors? Yeah, they're new. So, like, so they're, so they're more unknown. If it was, like, still, like, the same Glaciers as before... It would be definitely a hard no for me from them, but like because they are more unknown and they de- and their one true performance here was so high, I could understand someone actually picking them over them now. 
All right, well, that would be a silly pick, um, and you didn't even make that pick, so understand. I mean, understood. no, I didn't, because I'm still going to go with like with the tried and know, true. I <laughs> but, I mean, I guess fair point. And that was a bad one, because the gliding glaciers are so unknown, and that's why I put them on my fantasy, because they're like an unknown dark horse. But maybe a different question. Man, How you about... were so smart on that one. <laughs> I was really dumb on other shit, so it balances out. But Savage Speeders, okay? Or Chocolate Tears? Savage Beaters or Chocolate Tears? Oh, okay. Wow. Give Sa- me an Sa- answer. Savage Beaters. Savage Beaters. Chocolate Tears finished five places above, though. Why not pick the Chocolate Tears? Why not auto qualify them for A League? They beat the Savage Beaters. Dude, this this year is so jank. No, listen. But my point it's... being, my point being, it is very janky year. My point being is that just because in, it, a, in a specific, I do, I really do too, in a specific moment, one team that is overall worse and we know it than another team is performing better. They slipped into the A League. They got through the qualifiers. They did. They performed better in those four events. Does not mean. That you should give more credence to a lower league, and and so I don't know. And, and like I said, example being, of course, Savage Speeders by numbers, by past numbers, should not be behind the Chocolatiers, should not be behind the Shining Swarm, should not be behind the Hazers, should not be behind the Gliding Glaciers, should not be behind Mellow Yellow Shat. <laughs> but they are. So that's my response to those points. I feel like these were pretty strong points, though. Like I didn't, I couldn't really break them down to nothing where no stone was left upon another. Uh, I wonder who will get that reference. Um, but it, uh, I still don't, it doesn't, it doesn't convince me. And I, listen, I'm, I'm, I like to be convinced of things because I like to have a, a strong opinion where I have facts. So if I, if I'm convinced, I will tell you, I can be convinced and you're getting there. I feel like, I feel like, like you, you put a blow. But I'm I'm not into it yet. Yeah. Well, I think like yeah, good arguments. But I think we should move on because we got we still we haven't talked it. about the event yet. So let's let's put let's move forward. We got other emails, but okay. These but these are all Marvel League related, so these kind of touch on the topic. So Pinky's related stuff for Showdown Part Two podcast episode. So this is not for today. This email is not for today. So I guess we won't do this one today. This is uh, Showdown stuff and about the Pinkies. So we're gonna hold off on this email to that to then, which is probably good because. Uh, we're about a half it's hour long. in. Uh, it's long. It is long. So, Edu. The League of Multiple Possibilities. Man, that is an intriguing subject. Edu writing in. He says, ML 2021 had everything. Traditional teams failed to move on and leaving a unique opportunity for mostly forgotten players to shine while others turned around a bad year so far. What appeared to be just a momentary oddity eventually became the way this league progressed. Events with a mix of established contenders and athletes whose potential was unknown set the narratives of the season. Surprising wins, disappointments, a runaway leader who faltered, dynasty statuses reaffirmed and doubted, lack of regularity, an 11-way fight for the major honors, rookies coming from behind, wow, a long list, coming from behind to get into the podium, and the glory of a team that was close to the championship in previous opportunities. Lots of great emotions to recap. I'm sure... I'm sure I missed something. Well, you didn't miss much, man. You kind of you kind of capped it. Event review. The decider. The track design is underwhelming. It's just an oval with two sand straights. Despite the simple looks, it delivered intense action in both the showdown and the main league. Almost every racer tried 
something to jump to the front and secure a win, a wide open race for a wide open championship. Extra notice, the JMR competitive season is most likely over for this year. From Twitter, thanks for watching the Marble League 2021. We're going to take a break and hope to build big marble runs in the coming months. The Master and his team deserve this break to recharge the batteries and make more exciting tournaments next year, especially as this league turned out to be very good after some turbulent moments. Time to rest. Waff. Okay, yes. Uh, so, now, anyways, the, the question, yes, I agree. This was uh, an incredible year. Like, it was, like, all over the place. He really, like, so many different teams had a chance to win it. It was so intense. Um, I did record, actually, a reaction of the final, the, the final event. I haven't reviewed the footage yet, so I don't know if it's actually good enough to actually upload. But if it is, you'll see it. But, like, I would, like, the, the entire time, I was, like, I was just, like, so like like tense like like seeing how it could go like you could see like suddenly like like momo would have be would be on the podium on the the side there in eighth place but then suddenly would disappear because of the changes and other parts I of love the standings and so too, like yeah so like even if the, the team is doing this just as good like all the racing could like affect another team and i was just like ah it was so good uh like the, it really was this i think this might be my favorite marvel league this might be it i mean yeah, and it's it's so it's such a bummer that Marble League comes in a year with such turmoil inside the organization. Um, it really was the closest one, and honestly, if I wasn't so caught up with my fantasy team, I mean, I'm a happy I'm a happy guy. It's a fun Marble League. Mellow Yellow wins. I have a Mellow Yellow shirt over there somewhere, somewhere here actually. I love that team. They're my top three. Mellow Yellow Limas and the Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye somehow. Jumped up to clawed their way up. I see what it did there, up to fifth. Somehow, I mean, it, it was a crazy marble league. Gladden Glacier started in like thirteenth and ended in third. I I don't even know how that happened. All right, it was it was a it was a really exciting uh, event. I agree with Waff. Um, I don't know I don't know how you can get much better, honestly. As far as especially if you're a newcomer and you just want something exciting. I mean, to get to the last event. And literally every time there's a change in positions on the side, there's a different winner. That's, you don't see that often. You don't see that very yeah. often. All right, final email. Qualifying format, Richard Hinckley. Richard Hinckley, always with the very elaborate ideas here, but let's see what he has to say. Format for qualifying with three stages. So three groups, I guess. All right, let's see. Stage one, three groups. Group A, 4th to 12th from the Marble League. Okay. Group B, 13 to 16th Marble League. And the first four from the showdown. So another group A. Group C, 5th to 12th from the showdown. <clears throat> Already very... I'm not sure. Top four in Group A advance to the Marble League. Bottom four in Group A remain in Group A. Top four in Group B move up to Group A. Bottom four, group B, stay in group B. Top four in group C, move up to group B. Bottom four in group C, eliminated. Okay, okay. You pulled back from that. That's all right. Stage two, top four, group A, qualify for Marble League. Bottom four, group A. So again, another shifting. Bottom four, A, remain in A. Top four from B, move to A. Bottom four in B, eliminated. Because now there's only two groups. Final, top four in group A, advance. So what you're saying is that um, showdown participants... From the 5th to 12th, have to do well, f like, freaking three times just to get to the Marble League. 
in qualifiers. I don't know how many events this takes to go through. Maybe two events at a time. I, I don't know. I, I don't. It's hard to tell. But that would be a lot of events to qualify. Yeah. Or only it, like it, a couple events for each. But I mean, it is. I mean, Waf, if you take it, if you think about it, let's say it's six events. Let's say it's six events and two events for each of the stages. You just shed the worst four. You shed the worst four every. Well, you qualify the best four and shed the worst four every two events, which is not terrible. Like, it's not. I don't like it better than what they're doing now because I like a I like marbles to have to be there and exist for a good set of events and have to do well and then just be better than the other teams when the final score comes out but to sh- to do like the shedding where you just have to be it demands immediate results right no matter who you are you got to just start well okay and you have to continue to be well as good as you can just to avoid that bottom of four Honestly, it's it's not the it's not the worst. It, it it really is not the worst idea. I mean, I guess it's not the worst. But like like, I mean, maybe it's just the way it's described, but I always find these very hard to kind of understand. And I can definitely t- tell that it would probably confuse others. I feel like the simpler solution is was what we said earlier, where you just add more events to qualifiers, just so it's not as luck based. It's a lot simpler and it's much easier to understand, and it doesn't take as much effort to restructure either. Right, and um, uh, Richard is saying, he's in the live chat, he says that this was a effort to give an advantage to the top sh- uh, four showdown um, finishers, which I mean, it, it's, it does. It does give a slight advantage to them putting them in because they're in a higher group. Um, and it does really kind of group uh, marbles by, by their performance in the previous Marble League and where they are. So, I mean, I'm not against it, um, but I'm not really for it. Um, like I don't know, it's it's hard yeah. for me to to to, to, to judge it because I just I really struggle with understanding it. Like I, I I've always had like I th- I think it's just the way it's worded every time. But like I really do struggle with Richard's emails every time when like, describing these like really complex systems for qualifying and competing. Like it, like it's just all like I really you really need like a visual. At least for, I'm more of a visual guy. I really need a visual to to understand stuff like that. Either that, or you have to really be very precise in your wording. Um, yeah, and well, I mean, he's explaining complex ideas, and um, so a, I understand why it gets cloudy because, like, sometimes I read and I'm just like, "This is a lot going on here." And often, the best answer to something is the simplest. That's what is that? Occam's razor. Um, yes, Occam's razor. That's the, 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 or it's like the simplest solution is usually the correct one. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. So. Um, I mean, I would I would say personally that that seems like a good idea to solve a specific problem, but it would create other problems. I would have to look in to see what those other problems would be, but it's complex. So the more complex something is, the more room there is for problems. Kind of like when they make a when someone makes invents something new, right? They invent, you invent a new thing, right? And you, when you invent a new thing, you invent that new thing to serve a purpose. Okay, that's what you do. It does one thing, and that's why you invented it. I, but when you invent new thing and it serves a purpose and it's great and you sell it, then over time well, you have to make the new thing better or then it becomes weird, annoying and outdated or old or whatever. So you have to make it better. So what happens is people overcomplicate it. They add touchscreens to it. They add weird colors or skins to it or whatever. And they just start to overcomplicate the thing. And you'll, you'll find, like, like cars being a good example here, that, that the overcomplicated cars with all the extra things, like the sunroof and the touchscreen and the giant TV in the back or whatever, 
often have more problems than the basic thing that serves the purpose that it was made for. So analog analogy to um, hopefully help you understand why simpler solutions are better. Yeah, and the fact uh, that there uh, probably is more problems with it, but I don't see them quite yet. Uh, we, we got live chat is helping us with some of the problems. Uh, since going to give me some good ones. Like, so so, you, so like, every, just to make sure, like, uh, every two events, uh, like, teams get, like, the bottom four get, like, shaved off. Is that what you're saying? In essence. Okay, so, like, like Stint kind of gives a good explanation for why that's not very fair. It's like, so say the first two events are block pushing, then five meter, is five meter sprint. The next two are five meter relay and final endurance. And then the final two are swing wave and underwater race. Uh, they're still typing, but, like, I think I do get, I think I get where this, this, uh, this point is going is, like, like the each set is contesting very different skills, and it's not really fair to to call the numbers be just because like they they were in a, facing off in events that were just not their personal strength, but the next ones would have complemented them very well. And when we not, oh yeah, here's the rest of it. Uh, a team in one of the groups bombs early on and doesn't get to compete in all the other events. Yep. Yeah, exactly. We're on the same wavelength there, Stinth. You and me. Oh ha! Because Stinth is a type of wave, isn't it? Or is that synth? That, that, that's the power of being Momo fans. Is like when oh, you're you, a oh, diehard Momo, Momo fan like fan. we are. Oh, you know what? Uh, you guys actually both Momo fans? Oh, absolutely. Fans? I think there's not another Momo fan that I know who is bigger than Stint. Synth wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I... Stint wave. Yes. Um, I'm riding the Stint wave. Hey, hey. Write that down, Mr. Waffle. I'm riating the Yes, wave. I'm writing that, that down. Hey, we haven't had one of those in a minute. Um, I think Stint is right, and I think, listen, Richard, and I really like when you write these emails because you're, you're, uh, forthcoming with an idea that, um, is good to talk about. Like, it's, it may not be the best idea, but if you put it out there and you allow discussion, then we can find a better idea. Okay? Oh, awesome. Thanks, Stint, for being a Stint wave now. Um... So thank you for writing that in. Uh, I think Stint makes a good point. You want to allow because I mean there are teams that are better than other things that are, other events than, than other teams. I mean the the winner the winner of this year's Barbie League because we'll be jumping right into this topic in a minute. Mellow Yellow has a zero in final endurance and a zero in five meter relay and they won. Okay, I mean like so there are teams that are terrible at certain things. Even the best team overall in the world. Mellow Yellow right now is considered the best team in the world. As of right now. That is your best marble team in the in on the planet. And they have zero <laughs> points in Final Endurance, a five-meter relay. And that's why you, you can't do that shedding thing. And I think it's a cool idea. But it really does make it unfair for certain teams. Like, imagine Mellow Yellow coming in there and having to do five-meter, five, no, Final Endurance and five-meter relay for, right off the bat. And then events four and five, or three and four, or are like sand moguls and uh, diving stuff that they're really good at. Then, eh, well, it, it's kind of unfair that they never got to those four and five. So I that yeah yeah. Stints changed their name to Stint Wave in the chat. Let's go! I love this. This is fantastic. Yeah, I know. I mentioned that. I was uh... really happy. Um, I love this community, but I just want to say I, I don't. I don't community. think we say it enough. I love you guys. I love all of you. Thank you so much for supporting us. There. All right, sorry, I yelled at. I'm an emotional guy. All right, I, I put my feelings on my sleeves. All right. Well, those are the emails. 
Um, and so that leaves one one thing. Um, so we're going to go through the, um, this will be a longer episode, whatever. We're going to quickly talk it's about the event. And then after the event, we're actually going to go one by one through each of the teams. Spend a minute or a couple minutes on them and talk about them as a team themselves and what's unfortunate. And then we'll wrap up. Um, yeah. So, and, and of course, if you're watching, you'll know where the timestamps are. So if you jumped here because we took forever on the emails, hello. <laughs> but um, we did take a while on the emails, but it, we give you guys the time. And it's all right. Uh, should we do trivia to, to bridge the gap between the two? Yeah. Like really fast. It's a late episode at this point, but you know what? Yeah, fine. You know what? This is a long. This is a big deal episode. This is a huge deal episode. Let's do it is trivia. It's the finale of Marble League, so I think people are yeah. okay with this being a bit more in depth. It's gonna be a long one. Let's just. It's gonna be a long one. All right. So let's we'll, do trivia. We'll try and do it really fast. <laughs> well, that's that's something that we can never achieve. But let's try it. So play that music. Is it playing? I'm not even gonna say it that much. Chat. Play the music. Trivia. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. Alright, I'm hoping we're at trivia, because let's just do it. <laughs> uh, Waf, why don't you start with Richard's question on the email, and then I'll do uh, Super Yaks. Okay, alright, so Richard's question is, name the top five uh, Marble League teams. Yeah, just, th- just name the top five Marble League teams. All right, so Savage Speeders is on top. Oh I no don't way! Think any- they finished twelfth though, so they should they should uh, they're not a good team at all, and we should auto qualify Mellow Yellow for for Marble Showdown. Sorry, I was just making fun of that uh, other point. I, I, I dude, I remember like when I first when I first saw this question, I was like, oh yeah, maybe some more up in there. Then remember, oh wait a minute, the standings were so dang close. Regardless, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah, Savage Speeders are still top of the list. No, like no, no, no question. No, yeah, no. no, no. Uh, then there's a Rangers next. The old Rangers. Uh, Mellow Yellow might have shot up there now. Um, I can see have. Mellow Yellow at fifth. Um, honestly, I'd put I think min- fifth. Yeah, I put Midnight Wisps and Raspberry Racers in one, two, three, four, five. I would say Raspberry Racers for f- third, and then well, I put I would uh, put who be my who be my last one. I would put hmm. Racers third, Wisps fourth, and Mellow Yellow fifth. And honestly, like um, I think that it's not a trick question. I mean, those are just the best teams. I think we might miss. A I would say Hazers for fourth. Ooh, Hazers for fourth. Ooh, good point. I think I'm gonna stick with. Uh, so we got we, we got our answers. So let's check the answers are. <clears throat> well, they put they just put the stats oh, for everybody. Okay, wow. so Savage are above all Rangers. Savage Speeders are in first, but of course, wow. but then Hazers are second. Oh, Rangers are in third. Dude, what Green uh, Ducks are fourth? Green Ducks are in fourth, and then Cat's Eyes are fifth. Uh, wow. Aver- uh, and they also put in an average with the without the maze race. Enough with the maze race. Yeah, they ranked it. At least they didn't rank it with the maze race. This is kind of there, but like yes, but yeah. So we got three. We got I got, I got three out of the five. So hey, I'm pretty happy. Raspberry Ra- racers were six. What is so they were close? What is this uh, this obsession with the, just remove it? It doesn't matter. It it does not. This is this the amazing race? Is it the one that's the amazing race? I don't understand. I, I don't get it. Like, it doesn't matter. It, it's a stupid... It's a terrible event. It's a terrible video. I'm gonna go... I, I should go... I should go dislike the video right here on stream, on, stream, on, on show. Uh, I guess I should, I should also um, uh, point out that their ranking list is based on averaging, not total points. So I guess that's that, that's probably... Oh, so, no. I want to see total points. See, so yeah, I, I guess event average-wise, yeah, that, that makes more sense. But, like... In terms of points, it's not that way, so, you know. Oh, no, but then total... No, but you have to do an averaging because some teams haven't been here as long. So that's true, true, true. Yeah. Why? The maze race. Stop. The maze race. Like, 
stop. Go away. Okay? Just stop All right. that. Anyways, wait, now your turn, Brendan. Go with People your question. People keep bringing go, it go, up, go. like in emails every once in a while. It's like, oh, well, what about the amazing race? I heard the Chocolatiers did well. Shut up. Like, what? All right. All right. Enough. Um, okay. 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 Next question. All right. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. I got distracted. Really. All right. Super Yak. <laughs> Difficulty extreme. Thank you. Unless you're a Speeders fan like me. Well, I like the Speeders. Question. Name all 13 Savage Speeders gold medals in the ML. Yes, all 13. Who can get the most right? Mm-mm. Make sure to include the year of each event. No M1 or Qualies or World Marble League or Winter or whatever. Just Marble League. Okay. Well, uh, okay, so... Event 16 from 26... Or was it 12 from 2016? I think it was 12 events in 2016. The last one, so the, the uh, relay it was relay in twenty sixteen. Gold is a lot. They won. Two, they won two this year. Uh, what, what was it? They the five meter the five meter relay. They won this year. They killed in, in that that this year. Didn't I thought Momo won relay? No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure oh no, you're, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. Speeders won relay this year. By the way, I'm not looking. Uh, I have my Discord window over all the standings for the speeders, so if you know it's showing on the Chrome, I'm not. I'm not looking at it. Man, this is tough. Yeah, this is gonna take a while. We're just gonna be sitting here, just throwing random crap around. I so. I mean, I'll, uh, I'll just blow some right off. Um, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give them three five. No, they they like always one five meter relay. So I'm gonna give them three five meter relay right off the bat. I'm gonna that's give right, them. They did. I'm gonna give them four five meter sprint. No, yeah, I should give them four five meter relay. I'm gonna give them four or five meter relays. I'm gonna give them three uh, five meter sprint. So that's already seven. Um, I'm going to give them. I'm gonna give them. Um, I'll give him. I'll give him a sand rally. Cause why not? Um, I'll give him a. Hur- I'll give him two hurdles. Cause why not? That's that's ten. Um, I'll give him a weird one. Like I'll give him a long jump. So eleven. Um, I'll give them a. Um, I'll give him like a, a like a triathlon biathlon. So that's twelve. And I'll give him. Um, I'll give him a collision. Thirteen. That's what I'll go with. I'll only give him one. Uh, one. Uh, hurdles. I'll give them. Uh, I'll give them the biathlon. So that's that, so, so basically same thing as you. So but so ten for me now because I'm not. We're not gonna take time to just for me to list a whole bunch of random events. Yeah, random uh, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, three more. Uh, I'll say one collision, one. Uh, one shoot. I had one in my mind. One, <laughs> one funneling. Fun- mm. No, no, not no, no, not not funnel endurance. No, no I don't no, think no. they win funnel. They do not win funnel. Uh, they might, maybe one. I, don't know. I think they won balancing one time. Uh, I don't. We're supposed to list years, but come on, we're not. This is not. Yeah, we're, like, we're not. Like this it's is not. hard. Um, maybe if we had a really slow episode, but we don't. Yeah, uh, and then I guess the last one I'll say is. Yeah, that event. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's there's, there's got to be another one. Uh, I don't. I'm, mm, I I got nothing. I don't know. Ah, uh, d- d- steeplechase in 2017. Oh, I, I think I don't know that that they didn't. So, uh, yeah, all over whatever. The map. I'm just gonna say steeplechase. No, oh, Sam Sam Moguls. Sam Moguls one time. Sure. All right. Well, let's see. So we got 2016 relay. 2016 okay, water yeah. race. 10 meter sprint so that's like giving them a five meter sprint i should have known that there was one 10 meter sprint but you guys know what i meant okay hurdles 2016 2017 relay 
2017 steeplechase. Oh, wait, I should have, dang it. Wait, I, uh, we done 2019 funnels, 2019 underwater race, 2020 relay, 2020 black holes. That's event. I don't want to see that. This event's awful. 2020 collision. I did give them a collision. 2021 relay and 2021 triathlon. So, I mean, I wasn't bad. I gave them a triathlon, so we'll, I'll get that right. I gave them four relay and they've won one, two, three, four. They won four relay. I gave them four. I gave them three sprint. So, um, but I only got, oh, they only won sprint one time. So I only got one. I gave them a collision. So that's the one. Um, I did not give them a finals. I did give them a hurdle. I gave them two hurdles, but they only won one. So that leaves me with eight, I believe. Eight out of the 13 I, I got. Yeah, I got I got something where I think I got one more than you just because of that one. I guess I said one hurdles instead of two, or, or well, actually, I think it's the same. I, I, two of my guesses of funnels and stable chase would have actually gotten me most stuff. I don't know. I don't care. You know, it's it's okay. Let's just we're done here. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard question, but thank you, Super Yak, for running that. And for people, who, there's there's probably some guy out in the audience who listens every week who gets this question right. I want to hear from. Oh, gets all the questions right, and he's like, oh my god, I know it. Like, I wonder who like, that I'm is. a marble sports connoisseur, but I like even a connoisseur has their limits. Yeah, I mean we we certainly have our limits. Um, but with that being said, uh, that will do it for trivia. Play that music, boom. That was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, 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 the show. Oh, all right, and I'm I'm just gonna jump right back into it. I think we the music's already played, so um, that leaves us with one more thing to do this episode. And yes, it's a long one. Um, we are about at an hour of the afternoon stuff, and we're probably going to go for another 15 minutes. So we're going to go through each team. Well, well we first have to talk about Marble Cross, <laughs> and then we have to go through let's each do team. The over, yeah, let's do the overall stuff. Like, right. for, like I want to say, going into this, I don't know who, how many of you guys read it. If you haven't, go do it. But, like, Fokoff did a article like that was released the day before, and, like, I swear, it is basically like reading the script for a movie scene before the big climax. That's how it felt. Like, I was like, I could vividly picture, like, oh, like it's basically it. It was all good. the teams, their marbles, like, they were going around there talking. Some of them were interacting with other teams, like, trying to motivate each other, talking about, like, what they gotta do, what they have to deal with. And, like, it was, so, like, I was so gosh dang pumped after I read that. It's like, I am ready to run off freaking mile i almost i almost i got i almost you almost got another curse out of me you almost got it oh but like ah it was folkoff did such an amazing job with that every time you say folkoff's name you're cursing i mean come on like (laughs) (laughs) it it added so much to the 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 atmosphere i love like the whole the whole race it was so tense i was like i I wish i was watching the other ones i was like want to see thunder apples how they're doing and stuff like but like I was so busy watching Momo's like like the like the bronze in their name changing every few seconds like oh they're almost on the podium but they're not quite it's like ah <laughs> uh, man but then like like the overall it was still great Momo they tied for fit they tied for fourth so you know I can I they they're they're still on that upper trend like I've been saying they're still they're trending in the positive direction and that's all I could ask for that's really it's incredible I didn't I didn't think they're gonna win this year they gave me more hopes at the beginning. But like ultimately, I my instinct was correct. They weren't gonna win, but still, fantastic. Minty Maniacs, 
they came out, they got that medal. They're this, making this the first year where all the teams got a medal. But you don't count 2016 because the Snowballs did not deserve a consolation bronze medal. You can't have two third places. That's you just not how that works. Yeah, yeah, that was that was um that was silly. But yeah, yeah, that is that is interesting. Um, every team has a medal, and even down to the roll hole freaking rolls. Like this, there's so much history being made. Like first time, all the teams got a medal. The closest marble league ever. The uh, the mellow yellow is now is now they're uh, now marble league champions. Like that's the like that's their that's first crazy. time. So much happened this year. It's so incredible. Every showdown team got a medal too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did. Every team in 2020, every marble team, every existing gels marble team. In 2020, besides those Hornets and Jawbreakers, huh? Um, <laughs> that competed in anything in 2021 has received a medal. That is actually really, really awesome. That I mean, what it shows is that, I mean, the teams, some teams are getting better, and you know what? Some teams are getting worse. Savage Beaters should have more medals. They should have more medals this year. They only I mean, two to goals. Be fair- I, I mean, normally, yes, but to be fair to them, there were a whole lot of brand new events, or at least variations to old ones, so they're not, so, you know, we can, I, I'm they willing to get them. They only have two medals. No, hmm. I know, but I'm, I, that's what I'm, but I'm saying, like, like still, like, they had, like, a lot, like, a lot of the new events were dominated by teams we don't normally see performing, so, like, like the Gliding Glaciers took over in, so- in, in soccer and while the Limers didn't win, they did. They, I argue, they had the second best performance of the entire event. If they just didn't feast the glaciers early on, they would have made it to the podium. You mean what? what like the Limer, I'm, I don't, the Limers, like like in soccer, you know, like like they would have. I feel like they would have made it to the podium if they didn't face the glaciers so early on. Like a lot of these new events were dominated by by teams who don't normally do so well and that took away right, well, some medals yeah, from the speeders well, well yeah but i mean the speeders still should have more than two medals I, that's true but there was also a lot of old events steeplechase over the speeders and steeplechase triathlon why well, i say one triathlon well, but well, steeplechase was on okay, let's be real here steeple steeplechase was not very good it was everybody struggled with that one i actually like no the one event, but it's a very stressful event it's difficult Jousting? Uh, I mean, Jousting was actually the Savage Beaters and New Bad. Final Endurance, Five Minute Sprint. Five Minute Sprint for high points. I mean, it, it's not. I, I, they should have more medals. I, I mean, they, I guess, they, they yeah. gold in Five Meter Sprint. If they gold in Five Meter Sprint, they win or podium in the Marble League. Sure, but but again, like they were only nine points away from the, from fourth from fourth That's place. What I'm saying. Like like it like the gap was like. It really isn't like sure. This is standings wise. This is their worst year, but they really they still performed roughly uh, like like everybody. You know, it was just everybody was on their A game aside from the bottom four. Fair enough. Um, I think the Savage Beaters had a mediocre year for for them for that team. Um, the Limers almost made a hundred points. They were at ninety nine at the end. They almost made it. <laughs> that sucks for them. Oh, I love the Um uh, Anyway, so Marble Across as an event, let's let's put it up here on the YouTube. Getting towards the end, we might have to do a a a, a go through of all the standings at a different episode because we're all over an hour right now. I thought we were gonna have time for it. It might be next episode for that. So let's talk about Marble Across though, um, because we we have time. It's gonna JMR's taking a break. 
And so we have mm-hmm. another episode where we can sit and reflect on each of the teams. And I could talk about the problems with my fantasy. So we, we just wait for next week. And there's always a next week as long as you don't die. So I would do that. But Marvel Close Cross in general, um, are you okay with that, Waff, by the way? Let's just, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that it's good. discussion next week. Yeah, like, I'm sure I'm sure MFA is going to want to talk about Mar- like Marble League in depth anyway. So yeah. once he's guessing on the episode, we'll, well, he'll come we'll on, be doing that anyways. I'll make time to make sure he comes on next week. And we will do that. We will go through each of the teams. We'll hear what he has to say as a guest, which is awesome. Um, and then probably the following week, we'll hit you guys with the showdown collab episode. So, or, um, or the opposite, whichever order we'll, it works out. We'll figure it out. Marble Cross as an event uh, rating. Um, I This one's a hard one because I really like the event. And I disagree that the oval shape is a bad thing. I think the oval shape allows for just simple racing. Just simple. Right? The sand does some of the work with the, with the chicanes. But it's just going to be simple. And it's going to be about fast marbles. It's going to be about passing. It's not going to be about hitting a turn like greenstone every three three feet or three meters or, or three inches or whatever. And it's going to be about just plain racing. So I like the oval shape. I love this. I love the sand. The two different sand patches. It really makes it feel like a different terrain course and not just like a Marbula One track. Um, and the oval shape also adds to that too. So it didn't feel like Marbula One track, and so it, it, it did well in that. Now, I still think Sand Rally is the best way to end a Marble League. I will always think that. All right? And I am satisfied with the way the Marble League was ended this year because I think the sand, uh, the Marble Cross was well done. But I still think the Sand Rally is the way to end it. And because of that, I can't give it a, uh, a 10 out of 10 or 9 out of 10. I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. It's a good event, but it's not the fit end uh, to a Marble League. 8 out of 10 for you? Yep. Uh... So my my opinions on Marble Cross were so mixed after a showdown. Like, like part of the reasons, like, so I think Marble Cross was announced back in July or something like that. So, like, we had roughly two months where, like, first of all, I thought it was on dirt, not on sand. But then um, uh, Flair notified me of the of the truth last week, so I at least have time to change the expectation. But then, like, I saw, like, it was only two patches where I could have sworn I heard, like, it was going to be mostly sand. So, like, I... So like, uh, so part of the problem was like, I, I had expectations for what I was gonna see, and it didn't end up being that way. But and so I, I was felt, I did feel a little let down. But like, just viewing it as how it all turned out, it was a fantastic event. Like, it was incredibly intense, very close. It was like, no team really ever pulled ahead and took a, a lead. I didn't like Red Eye. I kind of expected to do that, but Red Eye actually just kind of. But like, like, I mean, they had, they recovered quite well near the end, like, I think that last lap. But, like, for the rest of it, like, Red Eye really didn't dominate. It was actually other teams who, like, were, like, just constantly, like, fighting back and forth. I loved, like, seeing, like, Nova's work again, like, and as well as, like, whoever was in charge of calculating each lap or yes, each position change. It looked like they changed the, uh, the graphic on the left side every time positions change. Like, you could see, like, a team, like, was silver or gold or bronze. Like, they were constantly updating who was in third or first or second like the the raspberry racers got second and they were they were, they finished second to last which is just ridiculous but that's how it is uh if i had like so like it was intense to watch like i was always on the edge of my seat the entire time wondering if they could make it if if momo could make it to the podium if the mentees would get their medal all that stuff so despite being not what i wanted it to be it was still 
and being very simple, the structure did allow for surprisingly very close racing that was very intense. Probably, I I think I felt like it's been a long time since I've like I've what we I were like the watching of the end of twenty I guess of, of a sand rally race for a marble leagues. So I can't remember how it felt for me, but this felt like the most intense finale that I've ever seen. Part of it is I admittedly because Momo was actually in contention for podium position. So, you know, bias there. Uh, but yeah. uh, I would say... Uh, eight, uh, mm. No, I mean... Uh, not, I think 9 out of 10. I think just my enjoyment out of, of it was great. There was, there's still room for improvement to make it even more incredible, but, like, the, like it may, it worked out. It all worked out. No, yeah, it was, it was, a, great, it was a great event. It was really exciting. And um, I think one of the coolest things about this is... Um, well, not coolest thing, just interesting thing. I mean, the Raspberry Racers... I mean, the Raspberry Racers were an, an R. I mean, if you want to look at final standings here, Raspberry Racers are only a few points from being the first team to be a repeat champion. <laughs> well, the second team to be a no, repeat champion. Oh, crap. I thought I was going to say two times in a row <laughs> champion, but the Savage Beaters won last year. But the second team, sorry, to be a repeat champion. I, and that and that would be crazy to see because the Savage Beaters, you kind of expect the Savage Beaters to be a repeat champion. Because um, I don't know why I said first team. I think I got confused with two times in a row, and for some reason I said first team. But definitely second team, because I talked about the Savage Beaters being a repeat champion like a hundred times. So I'm I, I'm really dumb. But the second, and, and that's really important because the Savage Beaters you kind of expect that from. They're easily the best team in Gels Marbles world. Um, they've been here since 2016. They won the first one, so they kind of had a lot of time to come back and win another one. But the Raspberry Racers are new. They won in 2019. So if they had won this year, it would have been like win, then step back to let the speeders do well, then boom, win again, and that would be like even almost even more impressive, um, and 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 a, a much younger team being a repeat champion. So I think that was really cool. Unfortunately, of course, for them, Mellow Yellow uh, just uh, uh, squeaked by, and honestly, that was it was not really easy to help that. I mean, actually, at the end of the race, and I think, um, I believe I remember this right, um, but uh, Mellow Yellow, I believe Mellow Yellow was actually just beat out by the O-Rangers at the, at the last second here. Yeah, so the O-Rangers, oh no, the O-Rangers actually allowed Mellow Yellow to win because the O-Rangers couldn't hold on to the lead, right? They couldn't hold on. Oh no, this is the last lap. No, I'm in the last lap. So the O-Rangers, did they get ahead? I don't think so because they were passed right at the end of 21. And the O-Rangers... Oh, they do pass. So the O-Rangers did pass, but they, that didn't make an effect on it. Mellow Yellow would need to have placed fourth. Um, Raspberry Racers finished, like, 15th, so that was on them, kind of. But to put the, the put that all in the Raspberry Racers is just... I mean, it's true. They did bad. I thought the O-Rangers were second, were a third-place finished team, um, and uh, actually gave it up to Mellow Yellow. But no, they actually passed them right at the end. I, and um, Mellow Yellow would have needed to finish in fourth, or even lower, to, to avoid um, or to not have won. And so it was it was really a clear win for Mellow Yellow because of how bad um, uh, the Raspberry Racers were, um, which is a shame because I would have put the Raspberry Racers at a high probability to do well in something like Marble Cross um, as, a ra- as a better racing team, but it fell up short. But it was, it was really exciting to the end, and I saw Momo had a bronze name right there for a second. Like, they were going to jump back up. The Gliding Glacier somehow coming out of nowhere. 
Um, the speeders even had a moment where they were doing well. It was really all over the place. Um, but uh, it's a fitting end. It's a fitting end. And the closing ceremony, well, it was fun to watch too. I just love, I love watching yeah. all the stop motion and then bring the cup up and then put all the teams out there as they uh, all go through. Uh, I'll go through love the, the music that Minos composed for that 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 section. I love yeah. that. Love that a lot. Uh, uh, so, uh, kind of, I'd point out something that I completely missed. Like because of uh, I guess yeah, letting Kinnowin take that position, they beat the Savage Speeders in the standings. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. I didn't realize that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I mean to beat to be the fe- team that finishes tenth to beat the team that's twelfth is. Uh, yeah. I wish it was under more exciting circumstances that the Rangers beat the Savage Spears. Well, I mean, like, put it well, back to your perspective. Like, you were accounting that the Rangers were doing so terribly this whole season they to did. see them that still managed to beat the Speeders in the end. It's kind of nice. Well, and that's a discussion for, for a different episode when we, go, when we go through all the teams because I want to talk about really how bad do these teams actually do because it looks bad number-wise. But the 13th that the Rangers collected in 2017 is a lot different from the 10th they collected this year. Right? And, and and the Savage Beaters getting 12th, yes, is a lot worse than 5th. But they were 9 points from 3rd. So that's going to be part fourth. of that discussion. 4th, um, whatever. That's going to be part <laughs> of that discussion um, because while it's still an unfortunate end to the Savage Beaters, that always top 5 kind of stigma, and they'll never have it again because they can't go back and change this year. And they're obviously the only team that held on to that even this long, which is impressive. It still is not as bad as as if they were as like the whole rollers and the amount of points they had, or if they had 13th in a different year that wasn't nearly as close. It's actually not terrible, but that's going to be part of that um, discussion as well. Marvel Cross, honestly, they need to put Sand Rally here, but it was still a fun. It was still a fun event. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, there was another. Oh, like the, the the announcement of the uh the, the host it is the Green Ducks. Ooh. We kind of said that in the intro, Our but hey, man. okay, so, yeah, that, that's that's gonna be fun to see the Green Ducks. They like like they're they've always been like a fun like one of the po- more popular rookie teams. They, I haven't really seen them performing as well as since their debut, but hey, you know, like they they still did they did they did pretty good. Oh oh, the other thing to mention that the Glen Glacier is a uh, I think. I don't know how often this happens, but like as, as far as I'm aware, like I think the only other rookie team to get a medal in their debut year, besides aside from 2016, of course, was the Green Ducks in 2019. So unless I'm mistaken, there the Gliding Glaciers are the second team to ever do that as as a it, definite new team. Yeah, we can yes. we can quantify them as, as such. So correct. Um, um, I'm really impressed with the Glaciers. Um, the Glaciers did so good that I'm going to talk about them next year when we have fantasy picks. Um, I'm, I honestly was very surprised. I put them down as a smart dark horse pick, but they didn't start out very well. So, um, uh, Ooh, stint in parentheses. Oh, in the credits, stint in parentheses. I'm seeing uh, stint's real name right now. That's really cool. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of stint, uh, he actually lives quite uh, close to where I am in college. So we'll probably uh, meet up. Maybe I'll get him in here in person <laughs> on the show. Who knows? Hey, <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. But the, fir- um, the first in-person guest, maybe <laughs> dude, that would be crazy. But uh, we'll at least meet up. Be. I might not be able to bring him to the studio. But um, 
yeah, there was a lot of surprises, man. That's all we can keep saying because it's true. It's it's just it's not a marble league that I I felt like I was gonna be able to predict this one. I felt like it was gonna be an old Ranger Savage Speeders again marble league. I felt like we were gonna see some some hints of hazers, hints of green ducks, and that's it. But no, it was I mean Chocolatiers were even actually had a good year. I, I like um did honestly, also this is the year this year had the most teams of gold medals, right? Like twelve teams got gold medals. That's the most, right? Uh, pretty I, sure. Um, I yeah, I think so. I mean, it was pretty spread thin, uh, and because of all the 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 spread thin of gold medals, that's why it was so close at the end. Like, dude, th- um, this whole yeah. this whole Marble League was just. Is this ever? I don't think this is ever going to happen again. I don't I, know if this will ever happen again. I I can't predict anything like this again. Like, I'm not going to go into next year expecting this. I'm going to go into next year probably still sticking with some similar teams because they're, especially now that they have a reason to be good again. Um, But again, Green Ducks hosting. um, We'll talk about what we want to see in the hosting, uh, theming, and possible events. Uh, Obviously, rafting would want to be part of that uh, next year in a a different episode. But uh, I'm really excited that they're hosting. I think they were a good choice. I think there's going to be a completely different aesthetic to them than the last couple of hosts. So um, I think that's going to do it for this week, though. We had a long episode. We have still a lot to cover. It's probably going to take another couple of episodes to really get through the rest of what we want to say about this Marble League. Um, and we have yeah. time because there's going to be a break on the on the, the JMR end. But, um, yeah, and yeah. Th- as Dion said, they're going to replace the thumbnails and in, in I don't know how much time. So we'll, like, we can then comment on how we think about those afterwards. Because Hopefully the better because they suck right now. They all suck. What are you talking about, Brennan? We love these thumbnails, right? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously a lot of work put in. Obviously way better than Piney. Why would anybody ever hire Piney? <laughs> um, sorry, Piney. You, you're the best, actually. Um we should have her do one episode one twenty five, a bunch more animations. That would be funny. Um, but uh, anyway, anyway, listen, guys, this has been uh, end of the Marble League is probably the best time to say this. This has been a great year for us as a show. Um, we're still going strong. You guys are still listening. We're still talking. Um, so thank you guys for listening and writing in. Keep writing in because when you write in and I get to read your email and then I get to turn around and yell at y'all like this, it's 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 the best. It's the best. And we get to just banter about Marvel sports and really think it through. It, it's, it's so fun. So um, thank you, guys. Thank you, Waf, um, for, for, for all being here for this and making this weird idea I had, this very, very stupid idea that I had way back <laughs> in the day, like a, a reality that's lasted to episode 111. Dude, I, end of Mar- 2021 Marvel League. I did not think we could still be going at this. I'm in college now. Man, um, this is this has been this has been something great. So, um, hey, that will do it for this episode. Um, Waff, why don't you take us out, and we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Alrighty then, roll on, Marvel sports fans. <laughs>